special guest. She's somebody you've seen here many times before. She's a big fan of the show. We're a big fan of her. Ladies and gentlemen, representing the 80th district, my district, so you might know where I live. I should have probably said that. <laughs> the Assemblywoman, Miss Natalia Fernandez. Good morning, Assemblywoman. Good morning. How are you? We're doing good. I'm doing good. I, I thank you again for always being there when, when I ask you to come aboard. And Obviously, uh, with what's going on in our world, with Roe versus Ray, Wade, it's it just like, wow. Like, I'm like, it made me think. And I said, there's no better person I can reach out to than Natalia to talk about what's going on. Being a female, being a politician, obviously, we're, we're, and I will say this because I'm, I'm a New Yorker. I'm, we're blessed to be in a state that, that has their own mind. I'm going to say that. Um, no, 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 we're not perfect, but when it comes to certain things, you know, we make some sense. Talk about this just from a standpoint of your thoughts and feelings on this whole situation and what um, obviously our Supreme Court is doing. Well, the situation, um, I want to say it caught us by surprise, but it kind of didn't. We've seen the Supreme Court getting filled with more conservative uh, judges and justices there. So sadly, it was something that was always like in the back of our minds. Um, and New York State was prepared for it. You know, we had President Trump, who we knew would put a conservative Supreme Court anytime there was a vacancy. 2019, we codified it in the state. Mm-hmm. So now it's part of the Constitution, and to codify, you got to pass it in two election, uh, two terms continuously. Right. So we codified the Women's Reproductive Health mm-hmm. Act, and that would allow New York to practice, you know, abortions as needed. Yeah. And the fact that it's become again, you know, in the last 50 years, again, such a hot political talking point that I feel these overturns and all these, like, you know, things are done because of political motives, like, to prove a weird point. Right. It's it's scary. It's really scary how, you know, politics are really shaping the policy, again, as it has happened in, you know, generations with different leaders. But... To this point, to see how other states are, are passing legislation like Texas, Tennessee, I think Florida even has some that are completely making it illegal with jail time that a woman seeks this, this health care. It's incredibly scary. And a big reason why this needs to be, you know, we need to continue to educate people that it's not about, you know, just because I don't want to have a baby or that you're killing babies. Right. It's literally a medical need at times. 
cycles when women have uteruses that are inside out, you know, and the baby and the, the fetus is, is somewhere in there. Uh, uh, I forgot how to say the word. Endoscopy? Yes. Endoscopy. Yeah. Endoscopy. Yeah, yeah. Um, those procedures are technically abortions. So yeah. the fact that women can't get normal health care services to save themselves is terrifying uh, for some women in other states. And, you know, New York is now opening our doors. Like, if you need this this help, this care, you know you can get it in New York. But then that just further puts women out there in position, well, what if I can't travel? What if right. I can't get to this state? Right. What if, like, I try to do it myself? And Which is just- what many years ago the hangers and exactly. you know the backroom situations that were happening do do we want to go back to that do we no you know? and it's terrible and and again terrifying that that's something that is okay to happen in the mind of these legislators um and these leaders and even advocates that are like abortion is horrible and it's frustrating on like my end where you're just continually trying to educate that this is health care this is not you know a, a mission to just kill babies and the opposition continually uses that and continually has that as their, their talking piece and their fight against you to just have access to this. And the fact that women are fighting for this right to have a doctor to do it or for them to, to seek it, it's again highlighting that this is a war on women's bodies. See, there's a couple of problems I have with this same thing that they're doing right now. Number one is basically that this is more of a religious situation. And it's 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 all wrong because, you know, it's supposed to be a separation between church and state. But you're using a religious um, thing to pass on everybody, because if you think of certain religions like the Jewish religion says that birth, I mean, that a soul don't come into a baby until they born. And a Muslim is not to after four months. But then you're putting your but they put in Catholic faith on everybody. But is it really religion? Ed? Yes, it, no, it is. It is. Totally no, is. it is. It, it is totally religion. Is. But I'm, I'm saying but people. People manipulate religions and make it work for them. I don't really see it as kind of a, like I have, my mother is as a as a Pentecostal um, minister, right? And I'm she doesn't believe in abortion, but yet my mother does not believe in um, a government telling her or telling her grandkids what to do and not to do with their bodies. It's okay to have a belief, but to tell me, oh, you know, you're going to hell, and then and then on the flip side. You know, when the child is here, you don't want to help the child with health care, with schooling, with you know, all the different things. But, it's kind of it's just kind but of see, but that's the but that's the thing. It's a religious thing because of the fact if you look at most of these religious countries, especially Catholic Catholic mm-hmm. countries, they uh, they don't they just start in the now like so the last four years. Were, were all religious. No, no, no. Yeah. It's 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 religious. Well, religious freaks. Actually. No, no. It's, it's well. The, think about the ones who's putting this stuff out. Is the is is the religious right? Those are the ones who's been pushing for stop on abortions, and they've been doing it for years and years. Now they finally got the chance to do it, and this is what's happening. Do you know how many times I've been at community events, whatever, and I'm meeting people? Well, this is pastor this and pastor that, reverend this, and with everybody that I meet, it's always the pastor or the reverend. What's your position on abortion? Mm. I'm like, women can do what they need to do. Right. And he's like, yeah, but so you support killing babies? No, I support a woman having a choice right. on what to do, what's for the best of their health. 
So, <laughs> you a murderer? No. Yeah. <laughs> but the conversation Please would always be you a drive-by. No. Killing kids, and I was like, okay, well, unwanted pregnancies—that's an unwanted pregnancy, whichever way you want to look at it, or for whatever reason that woman has. But let's talk about education then to prevent yes. unwanted pregnancies. Yes. Are we having proper sex education? Oh, so you want the kids to just mess around then? No, I don't want the kids to mess around. I want them to know what's going to happen if they mess around. Do you so they can make smart decisions. Then there's one child. Screaming! Whose child is that? Yeah, who's the parent of that child? You yes. know, yeah. And that's, if, and that's if, I inter- <laughs> if I can interject, the funny part about it is, if anybody actually consciously reads the Bible, it literally says, "When you stand before Him, it's you and Him." So guess mm-hmm. what? Nothing else anybody else does matters to me because at the end of the day, He reads my ledger and everything I have done, and judges me and only me. So all you ding-dongs worried about what everybody else is doing, you should worry about what you're doing behind closed doors and all your fallacies or whatever you want to call it. Because at it, the end of the day, it's your ledger that gets right. Not my ledger and your ledger together. But if your child's under 16, their sins are still on you. So if your child's 13 making hell down here, <laughs> you're going to have to pay for it. What were you doing on September 18th when your child was just at the barbershop? Just up for three years. <laughs> but, yeah, but that's, but that's but see, but like, but like the whole thing is that's, that whole thing is like, like me and Kevin were speaking about this the other day. Yo, what? And yeah, and the oh. thing is that we, I, like I said, the other thing that I look at it that he made a mention on it a little bit now was that, okay, it's just something that this one lady I always used to listen to named Nicole Sanders. She says, um, what you call it says, save the fetus, starve the child. Mm. And the problem is, is that when you look at it, they want to keep the fetuses all around and everything else. But when it's time now, the now when they are birthed, they want to give no, they want to give no government assistance. They don't want to have no, they don't want to, they want to, they don't want to give no education. They don't want to give no type of um, uh, food services or anything. So they just look at you like, okay, you're going to be forced to have that kid. The biggest thing that I may look at is an extreme, uh, extremeness right now. What I'm thinking is that, okay, you save all these fetuses. Now, when it comes up to two, have a person having too many fetuses that's of a different nationality, that's not really pure that they want, then what's going to happen next? Like they used to do, sterilization of that, of that person, of that race. Because that's, what they, that's what's going to wind up happening. That's what's happening in China. China has that one child, that one child limit. Yep. And then you turn around. If you have too many kids, and if you're having too many kids of a different ethnic background back here, like back in the days, they was doing sterilizations. Well, again... If Roe versus Wade can be overturned, interracial marriage is once a crime. Yeah, uh, yeah interracial no. mar- interracial marriages, same same sex, same sex, get turned out. Yeah, same sex interracial. Stop this. this brown, like the Brown versus the Board of Ed. Door. Can we all, lose our right to vote? Because if you, yeah, we can all lose they rights. They already are trying to do yeah, that. Yeah, by yeah, they, we we don't have a technical right to vote as black people. We're still three-fifths. We're still three-fifths. It's, I think it's the 25th. Three, it's three-fourths, I think, right? Three no, three-fifths. Three-fifths three of a man. Three-fifths. Three-fifths. Okay. It's the 25th? Is it the 25th? Of it's America? like a half a gallon of gas. It's the 25th <laughs> Amendment that yeah. if they don't renew it every so much, some, yeah. every so many years, excuse me, that yeah. the black folk won't be allowed to vote in and America. And that's a really scary point Think that we have that to moment, remember folks. to renew this amendment to make sure that it we shouldn't all have, even the have to be renewed. Why not just codify it in the state, in the U.S. Constitution that everyone's actually made equal? But no, we have to constantly rebring it up to the floor to make sure we pass it. What if Kick it doesn't pass one year? But you know what it is? Yeah. Because most people don't realize that. No, they don't. And that's what it is. People don't realize that a lot of these amendments that they have out there has certain cut off times and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Again, we're talking to a semi-woman.
Natalia Fernandez, Assembly District of New York, and we're obviously talking about Roe versus Wade and so many things that play along with that. Natalia, there are people who will sit back and say, "Oh well, you know, I, I don't. This is why I don't vote." Now I'm the, to the belief this is why you should vote because the last president put three people on the Supreme Court, which obviously changed the course of the Supreme Court forever, at least for now. What would you tell people? And as you, you know, again, you're elected official and you're out and about, and you do a fantastic job in, in our district. But just out and about, what would you kind of tell people, especially young people who are entering the process and they hear these things? Young women who are entering the process, what would you tell somebody to, to give them the faith to believe this country still has their best interest and why it's important to vote and why that should be a priority? Because you need to know what your representative. It will be doing and where their positions are in case of, you know, new issues like this. And it's not so much just to vote, but you have to engage. Like, I know before I got involved in politics, I voted, but I never contacted my council member. I barely even knew who they were and all the roles involved. And now that I have an understanding, I'm like, okay, so I don't expect everyone to be like me and to be on every campaign and, you know, ask all the questions, but at least know where your member stands on five important issues to you and then when those issues come up you know make that effort to send a message send an email just give a call the calls can be like three seconds long i'm a constituent i want to make sure this my member doesn't vote for this bill you know and it's part of your own self-education uh following what's happening in new york state and in the, the country but that outreach really does make a difference like sometimes my office is bombarded with calls that my emails my god when a certain issue is coming up and there are advocacy groups that mm-hmm. reach out to neighbors, people, just to let them know because the everyday person won't know that there's a bill coming up maybe to uh, prevent the eviction moratorium right. or something like that. Yeah. You know, and that's something that's, that can affect you deeply, personally, mm-hmm. immediately. But because you're just not aware of how these things are happening to you, you're not going to engage yourself to be a part of how it's happening. Yeah. So I, I really ask people, yes, vote. Absolutely vote. Look up every seat that you're going to vote for. Um, and get a phone number and email and make sure you engage with them because I really do take every you know piece of outreach to and heart. Yeah, no doubt. So, Definitely is needed. Step problem. Uh, You've been quiet. Obviously, that you are female, so this does affect you. To I know. Your core. I, when it comes to topics like this, I'm like. <laughs> I'm probably, trying to, probably trying to keep you from going south. But anyway, yeah. That's another story. <laughs> but again, before we take a break, I'd like yeah. to hear your opinion and thoughts. Because again, you are female and, and we're friends. And, you know, this is something maybe you might want to have in the future or may not. But again, just your thoughts on a male, male government men telling you what to do with your, your, your body. You really want to know what I think? <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, I want the short version. I'm about to flip off a yeah, bird. Just keep it clean. Right? Keep it clean. Version. That's about it. We but, in the no, FCC. I'm keeping it clean. But what? <laughs> I want the short version. What short I'm version. I'm trying to say though, um, I'm I've always been pro-choice, you know, and I don't believe that it's right for a man in general or government to control. Not only a female, but even men, too. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, the the main focus is women. um, But at the end of the day, men don't know what women go through. They don't know 
what feelings are inside of them. They don't. But we don't know. Ex- right. Like, yeah. I, so. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So they're not really looking from a well an overall um, standpoint of. Mm-hmm different perceptions of a situation that may have occurred in cases of like rape or um you know maybe sodomy yeah i mean there's so many different things but at the end of the day it's you know it's only right that a woman has a right to choose i mean there are women that get pregnant and they have four kids and they're like i can't afford to have another kid they may want that kid, but if they have one more kid, they're going to be out on the street, you know? So, Or a situation where it's a health thing. I know, like, in, in my situation, and I'll be quick, um, it was a, when they had a unicorn uterus. Mm-hmm. So you couldn't have it, so you had you would kill her. So in this situation, well, good luck. Roll the dice and nine months to see if you make it. But yep. you got. But you got to remember, most of these guys that's making these rules don't care, and well, then they look that. and they look and they yeah. look at and they look at women as property, and then they just taking it back. But the whole thing is that when you look at the situation of how this whole thing is working, they don't care. They're looking at women as property, and they don't understand that we had more deaths of women when it was a child giving giving birth is a, a risky business, mm-hmm. no matter what. And then it's not even safe to give birth right now because, well, not mm-hmm. right now, but in general for yeah, women, right. the maternal mortality rate is insanely mm-hmm. high. Yes. Yeah. So it's like you want us to have these babies, but you're not going to help us survive. Especially with women you're not going to help us. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. without. And question. it is you know communities of color that are majority low income that don't have this access, yeah. or you know if need be even the the funds to go get some of these services because your insurance doesn't cover it, and that's right. a whole nother battle that insurance doesn't cover certain services, but yet they're going to cover Viagra. Because he needs hey. it. Well, that's that's why. Hey. That's watch why. that. Watch that. Watch that. Hey. Oh, yeah, I need watch to hold that. that. Watch that. Watch that. Watch that. The blue that. pill. God didn't help you there. Take a break. With that being said, I got that's what I got to do to shut him up. Let's take a quick break. We'll keep it going. Some of you women Italian Fernandez, Nazi Lounge. Come on back.
This is your girl Anya D, and you're listening to the best team in radio, 950 Lounge. Top of the morning, top of the morning, top of the morning. You know what that means. You know what that be. It's 950 Lounge broadcasting to a multitude of networks all over the planet. My name is Kevin KP Pryor, LeBron James, and Red Game, the most electrifying man in media day. And, uh, Good morning. You could have started your day any way you chose to start it, but you chose to still choose it and start it with 950 Lounge. Good morning, team. What's going on? Good morning. What's happening, Miss Pearl? Ah, Miss Pearly. Trying, trying to chill. <laughs> trying to find my, my my way back to my life. What you trying to find your groove back, Stella? What happened? Trying to find your groove back? Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. Stella's on her way. <laughs> you know, we're, we're in the dog days of summer, right? This is what they call, like... Late July, early August, the dog days of summer. And, I, and again, I mean, it's uh, here in the Northeast, and again, we, we know Nafi Lounge is heard all around the country and, and, and in different parts of the country and different parts of the world. But here in the Northeast, it hasn't been a, you know, uh, a really sultry summer. Like, um, the other night I was out, mm-hmm. um, and it was uh, up in Rockland County, and I was, it was just beautiful. It was like, this is New York. It's like... Like 74 degrees with a breeze and, mm-hmm. you know, I had a couple of uh, adult beverages. And, you know, for a moment, life felt good. So, <laughs> again, like I said, but in most cases, people are in indulgence this time of year because the heat and I know different parts of the country. It's so, it's so you know, sticky and sultering that it's, <laughs> it's hard to do anything. But, yeah. you know, talk about your summer so far, Steph Pro. How's it been? The good, the bad, and the indifferent. I won't say ugly, the indifferent. <laughs> well, um, it's been actually not so bad, but I think the work is kind of over overbearing at the moment. Mm. So I'm trying to find this equal balance of equal give and take to my needs in general. So doing more exercise and you don't enjoying... in your head like I do. That, 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 they claim my No, idea. no. <laughs> you should come to Zumba. Drop it like it's hot. I, I <laughs> would. Uh, you know, you know uh, backstage, do you Zumba? Nope. <laughs> we got Zumba on no. crack over here. In the, so like, let me ask you about Zumba classes. I'm yeah. glad you went there, right? Yeah. Now with Zumba classes, I'm, I'm sure it's, it's mostly women. There's, you know what? There are a couple men that are starting to drop well, they did in. Probably to look at the women. Oh, actually, oh, so there's a lot more do. gay men coming <laughs> yeah. in. There's well, more gay uh, men, but okay. there's one guy. He seems like he's straight that comes in, and you know, <laughs> the others. Are, but you know, they're fun. They're fun. Oh no, I'm they not. Get everybody no, motivated. No, we, we, we love all people. I, but for for me personally, for my asking for a friend. Um, <laughs> I'm assuming a lot, a lot more women in Zumba classes. Oh yeah, of course, okay. of course. Because you know, it's, it's, it's you know, it's funny when I I look back on my like workout journeys. This is the before. This is before I started running. But I just always look at the gym like, oh wow, if I go to the gym, I, I gotta you know, I gotta look a certain way. I know I don't think most guys think that way, but I know years ago I thought that way. Like, yeah, I just can't go to the gym and like, because I'm a I'm a very sweaty workout person i mean i, <laughs> I mean so oh, it's like man. you would not want to be next to me in the gym and i don't i don't even work out in gyms anymore <laughs> since covid but um yeah. you would not want to be next to me in a gym because i'm just that person that i know that the germaphobe i am would stay away from <laughs> so i always felt like ah, you know if i go to the gym there's you know co-ed gym especially i gotta bring a couple shirts and i just gotta you know i don't want to be that disrespectful person 
when I work out in the park, I can care less because I'm outside and it's yeah. more wider. But when you work out, is there gym decorum? Like, you know, like, uh, there, you know, most gyms you pose to wipe down the equipment when you're done. Yes. You're supposed to, uh, you know, not pee in the shower. It's things you're supposed <laughs> to do. But do you notice gym decorum post nine? I mean, post uh, nine, excuse me. Post COVID or, you know, post 2020, you see gym decorum at an all time high. People back to doing the same nasty stuff they always do. It's 50 50, man. Really? Yeah. Some people just don't care, and some people do. Yeah. So I think that's with anything in life. <laughs> like when I was in Vegas a few months ago, right? No, I'm sorry. I was in L- when I was in LA. When I was in LA a couple months ago, I was in Vegas and LA, but this was happening in LA. Um, I was at the the uh, gym in the uh, hotel mm-hmm. and it was early so I mean for West Coast fans it was very early we're talking about 3 a.m. Pacific because normally I'm in the gym 6 a.m. or working out 6 6 30 in the east but I was on the west so I kept my New York body clock so it's like 3 a.m. so I'm like <laughs> I'm gonna get in here early it's not gonna be a soul here yeah and this is of a guy maybe I guess three machines over and he you think he's doing a, a metrics commercial and he's like, oh, and he's coughing, and he's sweating. He's got this, like, wet hair, and he's shaking his And I'm like, <laughs> you know, normally I don't say anything. I'm like, because I'm, I'm so into my workouts. But I had to say, bruh, please, get a towel, you know. <laughs> he's like, oh, I don't know. I'm just, you know, well, like, no. I said, yeah, but, you know. <laughs> We're still in the land of uh, that five-letter word that um, nobody wants to get. Even the people who don't believe it's real, they don't want to get it either. So, uh, you know, again, I, I just I'm more of an outdoor person when it comes to workout. What about you backstage? When it do you do you even work out? And, I uh, work out, but I just don't like. I just never cared going to the gym personally. Okay. If I work out, I do work out from home. I do, you know, like I do have my treadmill in my house. I do have, um, I do mostly more calisthenics than anything oh, yeah. else. I never really care for lifting weights because when you lift weights after you finish, it starts flabbing up and everything else. Do they used to call you muscles? Yeah, but that it was depends. all calisthenics. I think I still, I can just go back and get back again. If I, I don't, I don't. What do you mean? Why you think what? I don't. What you talking about? I said I didn't see anything else. I said <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I want to. I can go back and get it, but you know, like I yeah. said, it's that. Life happens, and you got different things, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, it, it's you a, know, it's. I always laugh because he always try to sit there and put his put his little glorious genius of of how healthy I am, but then he's laid on uh-huh. a chicken sandwich and McDonald's. Uh-huh. Listen, I, listen. Let me tell you. Let me share something with you guys. The other day, I had the day from hell. Ooh. The day from hell, Steph. You, I, yeah, yeah, I know. I had the day from hell from my personal life. To my employment life, to my even 950 life, everything <laughs> happened in a snowfall effect to the point like I'm like, I almost put a letter out. So I don't want to do I want to jump off the planet. I just <laughs> didn't want to do nothing. So that day was really rough. So in a moment of weakness, I did go to the Golden Arches. I will admit that. And I'm some, you know, again, I mean, it, uh, for those who don't know, I mean, we have a couple of new networks that will join us. Welcome aboard to the non-feeling experience. Um. Uh, what, a couple years ago, I made a Zen change in diet and mind culture and everything. And I stopped eating certain things that I normally wouldn't eat. And only made those things that I didn't eat anymore kind of like a reward or a treat. So, like similar to a crack addict mm. or similar to somebody mm. who's on alcohol, if you if an alcoholic passes by a bar, they think for a second. If a crack addict passes by the crack house, they think for a second. For me, if I pass by a McDonald's, 
I think for a second. No, and you stop and look. <laughs> I do. Stop and look at the mouth be watering. There was a commercial. Yeah. A couple of years ago, Charles Walker did a commercial with uh, Gabrielle Union. I actually caught myself watering. So that's not healthy. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? Screw it. I need, I need a burger. So I went and got a quarter pounder with cheese and some french fries. And I just needed like some comfort food. And it, <laughs> it really didn't help, but... It, it, you know, it's just something I felt I needed that time, but, and things got better as the day went on. But now, here's a question. Did you notice, like, if you don't eat the food for a while and then you eat it again, mm-hmm. it tastes a little different? Yeah, it, it can. Yeah, because the Depending last time diet. I had a moment of weakness, it actually hurt my stomach. Yeah. Um, and I don't know why I didn't think about this the other day when I was having this, uh, this uh, moment of, uh, of life passing before me but it actually was pretty good i think again and not to mention them so much by name but it depends on which restaurant you go to i think i think certain restaurants because they're franchise owned different franchise owners require different things and i always go by this one a very nice upscale neighborhood cross street from a hospital where doctors and Lawyers go by a doctor. I mean, it's good still. <laughs> well, that's true. But I that, mean, you know how they were trying to get people to get the vaccine by giving free McDonald's. Hey, listen, <laughs> so come on. You're not going there, Steph. <laughs> Sorry. I, I heard you last time on the phone when you called. Like you might have ate it already because it might have been in your mer- it might been in your McFries. <laughs> <laughs> this fries taste a little extra good. Oh medicine. my god. Um, but uh, yeah, even Steph last time she got called a little wellness check and. Uh, I uh, almost heard a conversation talking about uh, presidents. I said, oh, we got to stop this conversation, right? Yep, yeah. Kevin's good. Hey, I'm like, oh, let's just keep with the kumbaya. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, no, nah, I mean, again, we all have moments. But I I just needed some McDonald's that day. I'm not going to even lie. I needed, okay. I needed a, I put like this. Like I always say, everything is okay as long as it's moderation. in moderation. If you do it a little and not be like have it as your main focus of meals every single day, you okay? Yeah. I'm trying to get to a point. Like I said, I don't, I, I'm not going to say never because people say you. I don't believe you're running four miles a day. I mean, four days a week. So I never say never. I'm about to say four miles. I'm like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> any event, I, I would love to get to a place where I could become a vegan. I don't know if that'll happen. I'm trying to do. I do three meatless days a week, right? Mm-hmm. So that would be. Uh, you know, I'm allergic to seafood, so that eliminates that. So I don't eat meat or chicken or pork three days a week. I don't really eat pork much at all anymore. But I try to go like uh, more hibachi, um, smoothies in the morning, salads, and that's three days a week. So I'm very comfortable with that. I'm trying to gradually get to a fifth day, four and five. Okay. But three days, I'm very God comfortable with that. I, yeah. I, I'm not going to lie to you, and I'm not going to sit here and try to to try to patty cake it. I'm going to eat me some damn meat because the whole thing is, I mean, we're omnivores and you know, meat is, if you always had a thing, I mean, it's hard, it's hard not to eat certain, certain meats or certain vegetables because certain vegetables itself with the, with the modifications that they make with so many things now, mm-hmm. it's hard. Unless you grow it yourself, you're not going to really know That's what's true, the difference. right? Because yeah. an apple is not an apple if it's sprayed with pesticide. I get that. I get that. And so, like, and then, and then the thing that really gets me because I know we speak about this a lot, and then I keep getting on a lot of my other friends who sit there and tell me, "Oh, but I go and get the, I get the meat, I get the meatless patty." I said, "But that's more, that's more health. That's not healthy." Because of all the preservatives and stuff that they put in just to make it look like exactly. meat and taste like meat. And Even who knows though, yeah, and, what's going to happen over yeah, time. And then they got all those. And if you ever read the ingredients in that stuff, 
you'll be sitting there like, oh man, I'll never eat this again because it's not. But what about? And again, I'm I'm, hard, I'm, I'm I don't want to be on this side of the fence because I, I just if I had a I had McDonald's, right? <laughs> but I'm just saying, is it things in meat that are not healthy either? Depend on what type of, of meat you get. Because meat is processed, just like, well, you know. Not really. Yeah, but no, not but it's like, different. Not like that. That's different, yeah. The only thing that I would sit there and say that you got to look at is, you know, due to that, I do the healthy, the healthy, clean, I mean, the clean eating stuff, you got to look and see how the cows was raised. And they have to put that inside because if you get the ones that's more farm raised and they so grass you, you fed. You don't want to eat ghetto cows. It'll be under stress. Nah, if they get, no, if they, I'm going to say, but if they grass fed, it's a different taste. Than it is from a cow that's so true. that's been stir that have been steroids and stuff in it. So you got to really look and see what you, you eat. The project cow, cow in the hood. If you have a project cow, then I don't know. Well, I don't know. You you never you never did the food pyramid like you said. So I can't say that. <laughs> you know. But so so Steph, I mean, you're somebody who believes in holistic life. I don't. I mean, you you know, I saw you tear down a burger last week. So I'm not going to throw it there, but you, <laughs> I was there. I'm guilty of that too. It was good, wasn't it? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm guilty of it too. Steph made uh, burgers at her house. Uh, you know, Steph Pearl grilled it. Family uh, uh, wouldn't mind that today, but I can't. <laughs> but talk about just from a standpoint of healthy living, because you you you're one of the ones on the staff, on this panel that you you balance. You have a Zen mentality. I know you're one of the people when I have my issues. That you're one of my go tos about just different things. But talk about some things that you do to try to balance out. Well, I think the most important thing is to start off with a great morning. So. You know, sometimes people, they know they have to make a change, but sometimes focusing on the whole picture on how to change your entire day becomes a little overwhelming. So I always tell people, start off small. So... I say, you know, start with the morning time. Like, what is your morning habit? And are you willing to do something like intermittent fasting where you would fast for 16 hours, which also includes the time that you are sleeping for? If you can do that, you can lose the weight you want and also kill, you know, bad cells in the process. And that's what that's there for. So the morning time, um, when we break our fast. That's what breakfast is. We It's so important for us to actually put something in our system that is healthy because that first meal in the morning is going to, you know, react, make everything in your body react to how you're going to be the, for the rest of the day. So in the morning time, I'll do a smoothie, you know, whether it be like a, a banana with some peanut butter, uh, almond milk or coconut milk. Um, soy milk, whatever. <clears throat> and, you know, blend that up with some ice and then maybe do like an avocado toast a little later if I feel like I'm still hungry, you know, just making little alternatives to a different lifestyle. Even the breads you choose, like a lot of the breads that we have are just so unhealthy. And if you're going to have any kind of carbs, make sure it's earlier in the day and not late in the day. Um and, you know, recently I just switched to Dave's Killer killer Bread, which, go ahead. You know which bread is good? Mm-hmm. And it's at Aldi's. Uh-huh. It's the seven multigrain bread. Oh, yeah? And is it one, thick or is it thin? It's, it's about this thick. It's almost like a wheat oh, okay. bread, but the whole thing is about it is that when you have multigrains in it, mm-hmm. it's like um, it has seven grains. And it's supposed to be more healthier than anything else because yeah. these are the grains that get in your body. They help with digestion. They help with a lot of other stuff. Yeah. So they always 
um, this one guy I watch on the on the YouTube always talk about the certain good things and stuff. That's how I learned with the clean eating. Yeah. And they said that that bread is one of the best breads. I'm not a fan of it, mm-hmm. but it's an all right tasting bread. But yeah. It's very, but it's a very healthy bread. Gotcha. Yeah. So, you know, I, I mean, yeah, I agree with you guys and I think it's important. I know that uh, I'm getting ready to add sea moss to my daily diet. Which uh, is excellent. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I think, again, just from some of the things even um, I've seen with myself that I really need to continue that. So mm-hmm. I'm proud of myself. I think I've come a long way and uh, I'm still in this in a holistic journey. So, you know, I mean, um, I look the part. I'm trying to get to the part, you know, <laughs> keep this this young situation going. But we'll take a quick break. Again, thank you so much for joining Nafi Lounge and to our new partners um, across the U.S. and uh, the, the world. We thank you for joining our show and joining our family. We'll take a quick break. Keep this thing moving. It's Nafi Lounge in the morning. Come on back.